Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Yo, yo, what's happening? Houston, this is the place to be. And I am DMC in the place to be with my man Brad Gilmore and the one and only, the champ, the man, Booker T. So let's get it popping. Live from Houston, Texas, and around the world. Join the six-time world heavyweight champion, two-time WWE Hall of Famer, and WWE NXT announcer, Booker T. Booker T. Alongside his right-hand man, the boat, Brad Gilmore. It's time to get your champagne wishes and caviar dreams. Welcome inside the Hall of Fame. Now, can you dig that? Oh, yeah. Welcome inside the Hall of Fame. I'm Booker T, six-time world champ, two-time Hall of Famer. Got my man Brad Gilmore here with me, as always, man. Coming to you from ESPN 975-925, as well as Podcast Heat. Oh, yeah. Got to give everybody their props inside the Hall of Fame. How you feel, man? How you feel? I'm feeling good, Book. I'm feeling good. You know, we're uh, we're a couple of days away from, what is it, uh, the weekend. And... I'm coming off a good, uh, I'm like, something's coming up. Oh, yeah, just Saturday. Saturday's great, though. I'm looking forward to Saturday. Um, how was your How was your Valentine's? Did you and the missus do anything? You know, man, I'm still, you know, trying to get myself up back 100%, so i just been laying around. She definitely, uh, <laughs> that go again. she always uh, treat me on Valentine's Day. You know, it's one of those type of deals. But we treat each other year-round. We ain't the type, um, Charmelle and I, we're not the type to, just wait on holidays to try to, you know, love each other all the time. You know, that's why right. we've been there, just celebrated our, our 19th wedding anniversary. Uh, so man, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be a you know, good. And when you, be, when I say good, I mean good all the time. You feel me? <laughs> so that was a good way of saying you didn't do anything. I'm just playing. I'm just you playing. Know, uh, I feel that. I feel that, you know what I mean? I feel that. But, you know, uh, Valentine's is one of those things that it kind of creeps up on you, too. You're like, wait yeah. a minute. It's yeah. what? Yeah. What? Yeah. It, it, you know. <laughs> what are you laughing at? February 14th is a day that I always literally, literally try to forget. You know what I mean? Because, no, I'm serious. I try to, I've always tried to forget that day because that was the day I got arrested. Mm. It's the day, you know, my, my world came crumbling down. Back at you know, back in nineteen eighty seven. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> so that's what that date represents to me more than anything. I, I mean, I try to wow. I try not to think that way. Yeah, but it, 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 it it triggers. It's a trigger. Sure. You know, so I try not to think about it. Well, I was on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, you know, I can understand why that's probably not your favorite <laughs> favorite time of yeah. the year. I yeah. get it. <laughs> I get it. You know, you're talking about you're on the mend, and pe- that's what people ask me now every time. I'm talking to somebody. Somebody shoots me a message. Hey, is book okay? Book doing okay? I saw an article posted today. What happened to Booker T? That was the name of the article. And they're like, 
trying to investigate <laughs> what well, happened. They, they, they want to, they, they want to, you know, Joe Biden me. They want, yeah. <laughs> they wanted the uh the, now here's the thing i've actually seen the results of uh booker's cognitive test <laughs> exactly what you think i'll just let y'all <laughs> oh man uh i'm good like i said i don't um i try not to disclose you know what i'm going through sometimes you know um, they pick it up and like when i was in the hospital and i had to try a deal and it was all over and and then i go back you know, like if you pull up Booker T, and you if you scroll down far, far enough, you see Booker T in the hospital. And I'm like, I don't want people to know when I'm, you know, going through stuff like that. I don't want to worry nobody out there for people to think, you know, they really need to worry about me. And I tell you, when 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 my time comes, I'm gonna let you know. Look, hey guys, I'm gonna be around here for a minute. Y'all better get your last few autographs because it's gonna be all over. With. I'm serious, you know what I mean? But but if it's not anything serious, I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna try to worry anybody out there that's, that that will be worried about me because I appreciate all the love, appreciate all the support as far as people telling me they can't wait for me to get back to the table because I'm telling you I can't wait to get back, man. A lot of action been going down. We got new tag team champions in NXT, uh, Brian Breaker and Baron Corbin. Now what a match, man! What a match those guys went out there and displayed uh, on Tuesday night. So so my thing is, man, uh, I appreciate all you guys, man. Love you guys, man. Serious. I can't wait to get back. I know. I did hear. Um, I saw the NXT show about you know, uh, uh, the other night. And, of course, I know they were taping a couple things. And there was some news, unfortunately, came out that uh, that Shotzi was injured um, during, during the Yeah, taping. yeah. I, I got the call on that right there. And, uh, <clears throat> and um, I heard it was really, really, uh, you know, a hard one, a tough one, too. And she was in a lot of pain. Um, hopefully she can tough it up and, and get back because she has become such a cool character lover it's such a, a player you know and just her her um her the, just the feel that comes off of her when she's doing her promo she's so confident and uh you know i've been around her for a long time got a chance to work with her on tough enough right. so to see her you know in this position and then boom go down like that it's just hard man it's just hard and uh, you know just talking about this just Few weeks back, as far as a lot of ladies going down, getting hurt, and knee injuries, whatnot, whatnot, man. But um, it's just um, the cost of being in the business. Yeah, but it always, you know, it definitely sucks that um, it was during a, a match, and you know, it was going to be for TV, you know, title on the line, like all those things. And and you're versus, right, versus uh, Lara Valkyrie for the uh, NXT Women's Championship. Yeah, yeah. And you know, so it's a big spot, and like I agree with you. You know, like Shotzi to me. Sometimes she gets flack on the internet, and I don't really understand why. Um, people like tend to like they want to like flock to her, you know, Twitter and try to come after her for some reason because yeah. I don't I don't get it because I think she's got one of the coolest characters. She's got a memorable entrance. She's got a memorable look. As soon as you see her, you know exactly who who it is. It's not like oh is that or is that no that's Shotzi. You know exactly who it is. The hair, the look, the tank. Come on, man. The yeah, promos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All's well in, in the world of Shotzi. So I mean, uh, I, I I I don't know why people sometimes come after, but I'm again, I hated to hear that. Um, you hate yeah, when any yeah, of the boys yeah. or girls go down with anything, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, especially in the middle of a match. And I know she was going to be on SmackDown this week, and that plans changed for that. Uh, there is a match coming up on SmackDown that I'm really excited about. Uh, your girl Tiffany Stratton and Zelina Vega are going at it, and I believe an Elimination Chamber qualifier match. On SmackDown, uh, I mean, it's looking like it could be Tiffy time. 
I'm a fan of of, of Zelina as well, but looking 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 like Tiffy time. Yeah, I like I, I like I like everything about Zelina Vega, but 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 I'm not betting on her. Not in that match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nah, man, because Tiffany is uh she's gonna come up, man. She's she's really, really good. And she can handle that position. She really can handle that position. She's been ready for that position, I think, for quite some time. But <clears throat> she's been very, very patient in her approach um as far as um you know, jumping to the main roster. She's been trying to soak up every little bit of knowledge she possibly can um, before making that switch, you know. So for her, I really think, you know, having a match like that, you know, for, you know, for those stakes will definitely put her right in the game immediately, you know. So, uh, I, yeah, heck yeah, man, I'm all in with that. I mean, I, I'm, all about, I'm all about Tiffany Stratton, man. I'm all about Tiffany. She's good. No, she she great, you know, great great at what she does. Um, I wanted to ask you about that. Shout out to uh, Carolina Teague who's in the uh, the chat. Um, I want I wanted to ask you about Tiffany because I know she was a part of a contingent of people who definitely leaned on you a lot in NXT, and 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 you would talk about how she would come to you. You said on the show she'd come to you and ask for advice sometimes and sit under the learning tree, and you were trying to take her to the nebula, as yeah, you would always man. say. Oh, yeah. it, when an NXT talent gets called up to the main roster. Do you still extend that that tutelage to them? Like your your phone's open, like call me if you need me, kind of thing. I mean, if, if they need me, but that's almost like you know, seeing your your, your kid lead a nest. You know, you're on your own, that kid. You know, you're tired. Of, yeah, I mean, because they're gonna be so busy, they're gonna be running. That's why, like I said, I, I get so much joy out of working with the guys at NXT because I see them every week. You know, we're in the same spot. They got the training facility right next door. You know. If, we need to work on anything, you know, we can like watch, watch film, you know, but when you hit the main roster, when I go to work, you know, and do, you know, like the kickoff show and those guys are running, man, they're all over the place. They're working. And and then they're getting ready to, for, for the next show, uh, the next town or the next tour, you know, so uh, or the next TV, you know, so for me, it's so hard to talk to those guys once they make it to the main roster. So for me, working with them at, at that level at the, at the PC, man, it's so gratifying. Um, to, 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 you know, not work with Tiffany Stratton on one move and, but, but still be able to work with Tiffany Stratton and give her that little bit of knowledge that she needs to really accent certain little bitty things, man, has been so friggin' awesome. And to, and to watch her bring it into play and do it right there in front of my very eyes. And I go, okay, now she's getting it. She's got it. That's all I needed. Just, it's just those little bitty, uh, tweaks. Uh, working with these guys. So for me, I'm loving it. Trick, Mellow, you know, heck yeah, man. Brooks Jensen, all of them, you know, Briggs, all of all of those guys. I'm always trying to give them a, a little bit of a little bit of something, man. A little bit of something, you know. So hey man, I'm in the, I'm, I'm living my best life right now. Well you know what? Um there's also other things coming up that I wanted to uh to get you to you know talk about. There's a few announcements that came out today about some talent that we're going to see at Reality Wrestling's The Last Stand. There were some other social posts that went out about perhaps some talent returning. I see a a, uh, a super chat about that already, and I know we're coming up here on a break, BT, but I just want to let everyone know The Last Stand is coming up. You better get the tickets, man. The Last man, Stand Rubble, 30 men. Tickets going hot, guys. Woo. We're going we're gonna to cap it at 600 okay? That's what we capping the, the, the cutoff. The fire marshal said, you know, if you can get 600 in there, it's cool. But 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 also 
understand that I'm off on Sunday as well, so I won't be around anywhere. So we might can get more in. Stick around, guys. You're in the Hall of Fame. We'll be back in a minute. What's up, y'all? It's your man, Booker T, six-time world champion, two-time Hall of Famer, and I'm here with my main man, Brad Gilmore, on the Hall of Fame podcast. And today, we're talking about something that's been a game-changer for us, and that's HelloFresh. That's right, Booker. Whether you're looking to save money, eat better, or stress less in the new year, HelloFresh has got you covered. We're talking about farm-fresh ingredients, chef-crafted recipes, and the best part, it's all delivered right to your doorstep. You know, Brad, I used to stress about meal planning, especially with my busy schedule. But with HelloFresh, man, I'm whipping up quick, tasty meals in no time. And my favorite has got to be their 15-minute recipes. Man, who knew I could cook a gourmet meal that fast? Absolutely, Book. But let's talk about variety. HelloFresh has over 45 dinner options each week. So that's right. There's going to be no more recipe boredom. Plus, they've got calorie smart and protein smart options. Perfect for keeping those New Year's resolutions in check. And you know, Brad, as a family man, I'm sitting down for dinner with my crew and it's important. Hello, fresh, quick and easy meals have made that reality. Even on the busiest nights, it's just convenient. It's bringing the family together. And don't forget, breakfast fans, HelloFresh is hooking you up, the listeners of the Hall of Fame podcast, with free breakfast for life. That's right, a free breakfast item with every delivery. Now, that's a sweet deal to wake up to. Y'all heard it here first. Go to HelloFresh.com slash BookerFree and use the code, man, BookerFree to get your free breakfast for life. Remember, one breakfast item per box while your subscription is active. Oh, yeah, man. That's HelloFresh.com slash Booker Free with the code Booker Free. Don't miss out on America's number one meal kit. Join us in making cooking fun, easy, and absolutely delicioso. It's HelloFresh. You got it. Oh, yeah. Boom. Welcome back inside the Hall of Fame. Hey, man. Um, as we were talking, there's not a whole lot of news out there in the world of uh, professional wrestling. But we got a, a lot of news uh, breaking around reality wrestling because, like I said, we got a big, big show coming up on March the 9th. It's going to be the last stand. Rumble, uh, presented by Reality Wrestling. So, guys, you don't want to miss that. You don't want to get shot. You want to get your tickets. You want to get your tickets right now. We still got a few of them left. I mean, front row, um, second row, third row, uh, fourth row. Oh, that's gone. Oh, that's gone. <laughs> We got some riser seats. That's it. That's it. And we're about to up the price on them yep. um, if you don't get them quick enough. Yep. So if you want to do it, you better do it quick. Go to realityofwrestling.com. Do it, do it now, and pick your seat. Uh, uh, so, so uh, I'm looking forward to it. What do what you want to well, start, man? You well, start? There, there's a couple things that I wanted to do. I'm trying to find the, the exact post here on my phone, but I'm having trouble doing it. But we do have some super chats, and there's one that I feel like we should talk about. If we're talking about the last stand. We yeah. should first talk about the big announcements. The the we now know three, I think, officially men who are going to be in the last stand. We saw Clay Roberts on Reality Wrestling Television declare his return yeah. in yeah. there, but also now two names from outside the row roster. One man very familiar with the people in Texas City and the Reality Wrestling. Someone we haven't seen in a couple years is has now entered the last stand rumble. That is the Boogeyman. 
Yeah, Talk about Boogie. Yeah, man, the Boogie, man. I don't know how he got in. I don't know how he got in. I mean, this guy has no driver's license, all right? no birth certificate. We have no uh, idea how old he is. I, I don't know who booked him, but he will be in the last stand rumble. Um, I don't know what number he's going to be coming out or anything like well, that. That's random. Yeah, so, so guys, uh, come out and uh, definitely be a part of the uh, boogeyman experience. If you haven't been a, been a part of the boogeyman experience just one time in your life, this is this may be the one and only <laughs> chance you're ever gonna get a chance to do. <laughs> to Could do be. It. You never know <laughs> to do it at reality wrestling. So guys, come out and check them out. Um, now, not only did the great boogeyman who's coming to get everybody at reality wrestling, not only is he um, gonna be in the last stand rumble. The announcement was made on social media just minutes before we went live that a former WWE superstar, man who won a few championships in the WWE, a man who actually won the inaugural season of a competition series known as Tough Enough, a man who fared well, sort of, in Royal Rumbles back in the day, at least had a memorable moment. Um, he's uh, now a YouTube celebrity. He's been on this very show as a guest co-host. Maven yeah. is making his reality of wrestling debut. You know, Maven, man, I had been talking to Maven. Of course, you know, like like I say, you know, co-host the show. And uh, and uh, I did some stuff with him, uh, you know, for his show uh, as well. And, uh, and Maven was talking about being in the – he was talking about being in the Royal Rumble. He wanted that spot, man. And uh, he didn't get the phone call. He didn't get the invitation. You know, you, you, we all, we all, all of us, all of us, you know, retired, you know, superstars. Well, every time, every time around that time of the year, you know, we're looking at our phones, you know, waiting on a text, waiting on a, tw uh, even a tweet, uh, an email, something. And uh, sometimes they come through, most times they don't. Uh, for Maven, it didn't come through, but I knew we had the last stand rumble. And I called Maven and I said, Maven, you know, you know, would you do us the honors of being in this year's last stand rumble? And, and I'm gonna tell you right now, I didn't even get, I didn't get a word out before Maven said, I'm in, you know, that, that now nah, that's what type of type of dude Maven is. And that's what, that's how close we are. We're friends, man. We are really, we're really tight. And I want to get, I want to give Maven a chance. I want to give Maven a chance to go out there and win the big one just one time. So we'll see how this thing play out for him. I just got him in the rumble. You know what I mean? I'm not going to have anything to do with, what happens once he get in there because it's going to be a whole lot of mayhem. It's going to be a whole lot of destruction going on. So, 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 so Maven, you better be ready, son. I hope you're doing some, I know Maven uh, stopped working out in the gym, but, but I hope you're still doing some pushups or some DDP yoga or something <laughs> because it's going to be a rough night. It's going to be rough, man. It's the last stand rumble. Uh, Maven is in it. The boogeyman is in it. More stars to announce, and of course, you don't know. There could be surprises. 30 men, guys. 30. 30 men in this rumble. We've got 30 men that's going to be in this last stand rumble, and it's all going to come down to one. 30 men enter, one man leave. Well, you know, um, now there's some rumors on the internets of, uh, of, of who, could who could potentially be in that last stand rumble, and 
John JID999 not only just became a YouTube channel member, we appreciate you. You don't John. mess with my little privates, man. Damn, that is, baby. Thank you for becoming a little private. But also, he had a super chat. And John said, Gladzilla is back. Let's go. Aside from that, um, how aside from that, going forward, how is WWE going to shoot video packages about legends and tell accurate stories without events presence? Um, I, I, as far as the second part of that goes, I think that WWE's been doing a lot of documentaries without talent necessarily doing. Back in the day when they were doing DVDs, I'm sure you remember this. Y'all used to always sit down. There's probably like a backdrop behind you, and they would ask you a bunch of questions. And you would answer them. I, they don't really produce documentaries like that anymore. WWE doesn't. They're always like following the talent for an extended period of time. If you saw, it's um, a lot of it's a lot of sit downs as well. I don't. Well, I don't feel like it's the same like it used to be. I mean, it may not be, but it's a lot of it's a lot of sit downs involved in in just about all of those videos. It's a lot of but following. Like, around. It's a lot of following around as well, you know. But it's like you go to the Cody, um, you know. Um, the one they did on Cody, you know, it's a lot of sitting down. It's a lot, it's a lot of, of Cody. It's a lot of Cody talking. And then like yeah, a couple yeah. people like triple H was on there. That may have been it. I don't, I don't remember. I got to go back and watch, but, yeah, but yeah. I'm saying, look, they'll no, tell the story. Yeah, to answer the answer <laughs> question. I think, uh, no, to answer the question, I think the job is, is going to get done. Whether Vince McMahon is there or not. And yeah. that's just the way it is. That's just the way this business works. Um, you know, we got a saying, you know, just one, one person don't stop, don't stop no show. I'm going to say it like that. Okay. <laughs> uh, one, one person is not going to stop the show. It's just the way it is. Uh, it's it's always been. It's a, that's just the way it's always been. But it's for Zilla, man. It's for Talk Zilla, about man. that because this this cut a lot of us um, by surprise. I opened my my ex account and I see a tweet from Zilla Fatu. Yeah. You know, I follow yeah. Zilla. Zilla follow me. I, I see the oh, tweet. Man. You know, and he said know, he's back. Zilla, yeah, yeah, he, he's back. I mean, uh, thing is, um, you know, when Zilla, you know, was working with me, um, and and then you know he left reality wrestling. It's it's almost like sometimes, you know, with young people these days, you got to let them see what, what things is like on their own. You got to let them go out there and, and fly their wings, and then they see how it is. And and for me, I'm like a dad. You always got your room over here, son. <laughs> I left it just like you had it. I left it just like you, you know, when you left, you know what I mean? So, but, but you see what I'm talking about, you know what I mean? And, and most of the times, uh, uh, that's the way I, I do things, you know. I'm, 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 I'm like a dad at Reality of Wrestling. I'm like a mentor. I'm like a, you know, a leader. I'm a general. I, I, I'm everything in one. But, but, but I'm not one to say um, I'm never going to say never or anything like that. I'm always going to be forgiving, especially when I'm working with somebody young, especially when I'm working with somebody that has gone through it. Like I did, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, he, he lost his, he lost his dad early, man. I lost my dad when I was 10 months old. I lost my mom, you know, when I was 14. So I know what it's like to be rebellious. You know what I mean? But, but, but I need that out of Zilla. I need that. Um, uh, it's almost like, you know, two alphas meeting and, and we know what we got to do at the end of the day, you know, and, and now it's time to go out there and, you know, take the world by storm, show, show the world what Zilla Fatu could really be. Um, go out there and make Umaga proud, proud as he ever can be, um, you know, make his mom even more happy, you know, and get to get her that big house that she deserved, you know? So that's, that's, that's what it's all about at the end of the day. And not only do I want that for Zilla, I want that for all my students, you know, all of my, you know, 
um, my, my, my guys under me. I'm, I'm going to be guiding them to that direction. And that direction is, you know, hopefully one day you can do the same thing that I did. You know, take this world by storm and go around the world and see it um, and at somebody else's expense. Uh, but understand what it's about at the same time um, because it goes boom quick and it can even go even quicker, you know, if you step on one of those landmines. So for me, with Zilla, it's about you know, um, obstacles, how we figure out a way over, around, under. Sometimes we got to go straight through those obstacles. Uh, but, it, but but right now, it's time to go to work. Reality of Wrestling 2024 is going to be on like oh. a steaming pot of neck bones cooking with the meat just dripping all off the bone because it's going to be good. It's going to be real good. But I know we got to take a break. We got to take a break. We got to take one of those things. We got to pay some bills. Stick around. You're in the Hall of Fame. We'll be back in a minute. And it's Booker T, six-time world champion, my man Brad Gilmore for Manscaped. The performance package 5.0 Ultra is here. And let me tell you, it's got futuristic tendencies included in this bundle, guys. Brand new lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, the weed whacker. 2.0 ear and nose and hair trimmer and essentials aftercare products like the Crop Soother, the Ball Aftershave Lotion, and the Crop Preserver, anti-chafing ball deodorant, and two free gifts. Oh, yes. That's right, Book. Their fifth-generation lawnmower features two interchangeable next-gen skin-safe blade heads, a standard one for taking a little off the top, and a new foil blade to go smooth wherever your heart desires. And did I mention? It's waterproof, too. Manscaped, they did us a favor, Book. All the listeners of the Hall of Fame, and they threw in two free gifts, the Boxers 2.0 and the Shed 2.0 toiletry bag. Resolutions may come and go, but a well-groomed you is here to stay with Manscaped's latest and greatest. Yeah, and start the new year off right, because when you look good, you feel good. Manscaped help you sculpt the best version of yourself for the year ahead. New year and new you and definitely a new trimmer. Manscaped got your grooming resolutions covered. Guys, get 20% off and free shipping with the code Booker at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the code Booker. Happy New Year to your balls. Oh, yeah, man. Hey, man, I said we got a lot of Super Chats out there. Everybody want to talk about something. So, hey, man, we thank you guys, man. We thank you Super Chatters out there. We thank everybody in the chat um, because um, you're getting your champagne wishes, man. You're getting your caviar dreams, man, right here inside the Hall of Fame. And I can't wait till we do our next raffle, guys. Yeah, man. all you super chatters, man, we we thinking about you guys. We're going to be doing another big raffle um, coming up here um, very, very soon uh, for somebody to win a trip to Reality Arresting and get a chance to see how we run day-to-day operations and check out one of the big shows um, at the same time and have, have some fun um, at Reality Arresting. Become a Reality of Wrestling VIP. Oh, yeah. Well, and the other great thing is, I mean, there's so much going on right now with the row, but the other thing is, I mean, 
there's other things that we can't like even begin to talk about, but then there's other things that we can tease that are coming up. There's going to be a, a really fun announcement coming either maybe tomorrow, Monday at okay. the latest. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow. Right. Okay, I'm just saying. Big, big news coming out tomorrow, guys. Um, um, from uh, Just be on, be, be on the lookout. And, and the thing is, every one of you guys could be involved with this. Everybody could be a part of this. That's, that's what's so cool about it. So just stay tuned. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. 2024 is going to be such an awesome year. Absolutely, man. And um, and if you want to know what that row experience is like, that VIP experience, just ask our man Callie Tonio. Callie was on the show. Callie was on the show, and you heard it from Callie. You know what I mean? We got to get more content from Callie. Yeah, Callie yeah. should do a reality or wrestling review <laughs> every week on the channel. You know what, man? Let's try to let's, let's get him on the case. Let's get him on the case. Yo, Callie, hit me up, man. Let's talk. That's a great idea. Let's do let's do some stuff together. Cause Callie's a, Callie's a part of this stuff, man. He's a loyal. He's a loyal and a faithful uh, reality wrestling. Seriously. Yeah, he's one of the best, man. Um, so we can't we can't um say everything that we got coming up. But the, yes, the one that is coming out tomorrow, now that we know officially, is something that everybody's going to get to be involved. I think I might be involved in. I might throw my name in the hat. You never yeah. know what's going to happen. Yeah, you better be ready. You know what I mean? Clanging and banging, yeah. man. Hey, man. <laughs> You better be ready. You know, I would enter myself, but I, I wouldn't be. <laughs> so y'all will hear about it. Y'all will hear about the opportunity coming up very, very soon. Um, but yeah, again, last stand because the tickets that are on sale right now, there's only there's only like a handful left. So you might want to really buy those up really before. Is. Really is, guys. Realitywrestling.com. You can pick your seat. Um, after all the seats um, go from that perspective, we will. Um, put more out. Uh, we do plan on uh, selling this thing out a couple of times. So hopefully you won't have to be um, worried. But guys, if you really want a good seat um, where you can actually pick it, you better do it. You better do it right now. Yeah, man. All right. You want to get to some of these super chats? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Uh, this is from super chat. DJ 1491. King Booker got to come back for the boogeyman. Will we see the king at the last stand rumble? You know what? You might see King Booker and uh, and and the Boogeyman doing an autograph signing together, something like that. We had our run, man. We had a hell of a run. I had a hell of a time with the Boogeyman um, at WrestleMania. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, really don't understand. You know, wrestling that, that perhaps wouldn't understand me in in, in, in in a match like that with Boogeyman at WrestleMania and it being a highlight in my career. You know, it's a highlight in my career, man, because it's a highlight in his career. You know what I mean? I swear, man, it was such a moment for my main man, Marty Wright, the boogeyman. And I, and I swear, man, uh, him and I, we have such a bond today. He's uh, he's literally, man, like a brother. I talk to him on a regular basis. I talk to, I talk to that dude since, you know, that run in WWE at least – once a month, sometimes twice a month, you know, sometimes five times. Seriously, it's crazy the connection him and I have. Uh, I remember when he was on Tough Enough, and, uh, and and my wife and I, we were sitting and we was watching it. And uh, Boogeyman, he's, they they got to the point they was getting ready to kick him off because he, they knew he was a little bit older. And, and uh, Boogie, uh, uh, Boogeyman said, "You know, I'm, I'm 30." You know, and, and he was actually 40. And uh, he said, I'm 30, you know, and, uh, and, and then I looked at Sean Mill, I go, he lied. 
I can tell you that right now. I even had a couple of, couple of other words I added to it. <laughs> and uh, him and I, we laugh and we talk about that every time we talk on the phone, every time him and I see each other, I'll just talk. We, we're crying. We're both crying because we're laughing about something. And I swear, man, that was such a moment in my career working with the boogeyman at WrestleMania. I really, it really was. It was a highlight. I remember that match. I remember the angle vividly. And um, I, you know what? The mystique of the boogeyman, I think I first met Boogie in 2012 or 2013-ish. And the mystique of the boogeyman was still around when I first met him because I was like, oh, I don't know. Is this going to be a nice dude? I don't know. I don't know who this yeah, guy yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, the boogeyman is frightening. You know, um, you know, Marty, who's a different person, is a really awesome individual. One, one of the top top ten guys you'll ever want to meet, you yeah. know, in your life. Marty's a, an incredible, incredible human being. Um, and, and you can see the boogeyman um, at the Last Stand Rumble. Oh. This comes from David R. Um, this uh, topic that we already talked about last show. Uh, Booker T, did you fire a female for being stalked? You know, I'm not going to even comment on that. You know, yeah. I'm sorry. I, you know, I appreciate your super chat, but uh, I, I'm not even commenting on that anymore um, just because, you know, you, you, you've seen it in the news. You, you got to judge for yourself. Judge for yourself what kind of person I am. Uh, and, and I'm going to leave it at that. Seriously. And you can go watch the last show if you want more details. Um, the next one here comes from Arabian Night 2000. Says, is there a curse with NXT women and knee injuries? Five to six ACL injuries in two years. Also, I'm a huge Jacob Fatu fan and would love for him to be in the WWE. It does seem weird, but I think that I don't want to start saying there's a curse out there because then, you know, I don't know, sometimes things become self-fulfilling. If people start saying that out there, stuff might start happening. I'm, I, don't, I don't like even the you know, it's not a, You know what? I'm not going to – it's not a curse. No. I'm not going to say it's not, it's not a curse. What, but but what, I, what I will say – what I will say, and, and I, it might be some, um, it might be something to this as far as I do think, like, for instance, you know, like the um, kids coming from the colleges, you know, that uh, like the, like some of the, a lot of girls are gymnasts mm -hmm. and um, it's, 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 it, it's a huge difference. It's a huge difference doing that in a, in a wrestling match when it's a lot of moving parts. Um, and you're doing it with someone else opposed to, you know, just going out there trying to get a score or a number or something like that. It's, it's a lot different. Um, and I think, um, the, just the mat, um, bouncing up and down, uh, when you, when you, when you're running, um, especially when you're turning flips, one of the, one of my biggest injuries, uh, it happened to me once. And I said, I'm never going to let that happen ever again. It was getting a hyperextended knee. It was the worst thing, and it hurt so bad because it's like your bone just don't supposed to go that way. It just <laughs> it's an excruciating pain. It's right. it's the most nagging feeling, and you can feel the bone literally in the joint, you know, dislocate. And um, so I, I and I swear I said I'm never doing that ever again. I never did that ever at the end of my career. Um, it took me that one time and that one feeling to know, make sure I bend a certain way. And, and, but that bend, that, that hyperextension for me, it could have been a break. It could have been a, uh, you know, a knee surgery. So I think that's what it is more than anything. I really do. I really do. I think that's the, the, the uh, 
problem with that. But as far as Jacob Fatu, man, oh, man. You know what? Jacob Fatu is a guy that I really think if he was in the WWE, he would make a huge impact. I think he'd make a huge impact anywhere he went in the world. Um, the one thing I think Jacob Fatu needs more than anything is a chance, uh, an opportunity. And um, hopefully Jacob will get that chance and that opportunity to go out there and show the world how good he really is. Jacob's a man. I mean, I've gotten to see this guy wrestle up close and personal. Best seat in the house. Real than, time, realer I'm than a real deal, Holyfield. Oh, man, first time I saw him, you know, I just said, bro, I said, you talent, man. I said, you talent. I said, you talent, man. You know, and, you know, and there again, you go through stuff. Um, and, and, and one thing, you know, guys like myself, guys like Jacob, you know, uh, guys like Zella, you got to get somebody to trust you, man. All you need is one person. Mm-hmm. All you need is one person to trust you. And, 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 and the stars, man, the moon just light up, light up and just, just wide open for you. Seriously, man. So, um, Jacob's going to get his, his time to shine. He's going to get his time to shine. He's still young enough. And, and, and the guy is, um, extra extraordinary he's like the wind you can feel it but you can't touch it but you know it's there oh yeah we gotta take a break man we gotta take another break we're here inside the hall of fame just chopping it up with my man brad gilmore and all the super chatters y'all stick around we'll be back in a minute Welcome back inside the Hall of Fame. I know we, we better keep it rolling, man. We better keep it rolling, man. I know we got a lot of super chats. They're, uh, they're filing in, man. Look, now, everybody want to step inside the Hall of Fame and get a piece of the action. I love it. I love it, man. Let's keep it rolling. All right, let me go to the next one here. This is from Alex Cosentino. Alex Cosentino. says, how does a wrestler know when to say this doesn't work for me, brother, and know when to go with the flow? How do you know when to be selfish? Well, you be question. selfish. You be selfish all the time. It's a, it's a very very selfish business. But um, on the other hand, you're always thinking about the guy that you're working with. Um, for me, I've always been able to say. I'm not doing something if I'm not comfortable doing it. And the reason I say that, guys, is because you don't want to do anything that you have to practice. You don't want to do anything that you got to think about. If you can't wake up and do it out of your sleep, you don't even think about doing it. If you can't do it 10 times out of 10 times without even thinking about it, you shouldn't even be doing it. Because one thing about um, going out there and doing this is it, this wrestling thing, it is like being an actor, but we don't we don't get a chance to say cut. We get a chance to say, hey, let's do that over again. You got one shot to go out there and do it right. The fans don't mind if you take your time and do it right. But they do mind when you go out there and mess it up. You messed up. You, but we, they don't say that. They say They're not that you. kind. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, so no, you always got to be um, um, diligent about someone say, hey, let's try this. No, we ain't trying nothing. You know, um, if I... <laughs> If I haven't done it before, many, many times. And it's not even it's not even only about safety, right? Sometimes it's just about like, would my character do this in this moment? Right? I mean, yeah. you, you said something one time though about like uh who was it? Somebody came to you and was like, I really need a win on TV this week. And you were kind of like, bro, I just got this title. Like, I, I can't really help you out. I just, I just I just won the number one contendership. And I'm like, you know, bro, I mean Who was it? Know, I, it was Marcus Bagwell. Okay. 
you know, he was coming. He just came back from his broken neck, and uh, he needed a win. He needed a win, and he, he was like, "Bro, if I get a win over you, man, I'm, I'm back in the game." I'm, well, I'm not in the game if you get a win over me. So it's little bitty thing as well as just certain moves that you're not comfortable with. You know, let's go out here and try this, and that's when something can really, really go bad when you're just trying something in this business because all the moves have been done. So now we're trying something that no one has ever done before, uh, perhaps. And it could be uh, something that um, could be the end of your career. So just don't jump into, you know, one, uh, you know, explore. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, I, I know I've said this uh, story on the show too before because um, I heard uh, The Rock say it. Or no, I heard Bubba Ray tell the story about he and Devon, I think, were working The Rock and uh, Mick Foley and Bubba had this idea for a finish, and he lays the finish out. You know, Rock's like, well, give it to me. What's the finish? And he lays the finish out, and the Rock goes, it's a great finish, Bubba, but it's not a great finish for the Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, seriously, man. That's that's a true story, man. That's a true story. So you just got to be be, a – look at this like it's a business and not like it's a game. If you do that, you'll be okay. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, our next one here Super comes from Austin Mariscal, who says, uh, Hi, Booker. What do you honestly think of Mace joining Maximum Male Models? What are your thoughts, and were you a fan of his work? Obviously, talk about the great black otaku, Mason D. Madden, um, when they did the Maximum Male Models. That was, uh, I think at first it was him, Mansoor, and L.A. Knight, right, as Max Dupree before they inserted Maxine in there for a short period of time. But, yeah, what did you think of the Maximum male models? Well, I, let me say this uh, first. Right now, I'm working with Mason D. Madden again at Reality Wrestling. He's been back with Reality Wrestling here uh, for the last couple of months, and uh, I'm going to continue to work with him and try to get him to that level that I really think he can uh, achieve. I, I really think he can achieve a level uh, like so, so much higher than you know what you guys have seen. Um, but me personally, I was not a big fan of, you know, Mace joining the Maximum Male Models. I wasn't a big fan of Mace, um, to be honest. And 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 sometimes, um, you know, when you when you when you come in um, the first time around, it can work out for you. It may not work out for you. It's done. It's that's happened with a lot of guys, especially yeah. you know, like big guys, younger young guys. Um, and I think they need to understand and see the experience sometime in order to really. You know, get it in their head. Okay, I got it. I I understand now. Almost that, like that light bulb moment. And I think um, uh, this time around for for Mason, it's going to be a whole lot different um, because he's this guy is six foot seven inches tall. He's a big guy, monster, and he looks good. He looks good. Yeah. Um, at the same time, um, so I just think um, you know, when you're just going along with the flow of what somebody else may want, um, um. You, you you sometime miss the boat, and, and, and when you miss the boat, sometime you, you you the boat the boat's gone. <laughs> he left out there in the water. No, and I say this because no, I say this because uh, I I, I want to give um shout out shout out to my man uh, Bobby Lashley, and uh, he did a he did an interview and um it was, and it was an article and he was it was asking um. You know, a person that he looked up to in WWE, and he said it was it was Booker T, and uh, and he said, uh, you know, Booker T, he kind of took me on this wing. You hear, he kind of took me on this wing, <laughs> you know, because when I, when I first met Bobby Lashley, 
uh, and I saw this specimen in front of me. I was like, God, man, this guy's a great God, man. I was like, man. And, uh, and he, he, he had had a match, and he went out there, and the guy just beat him up, and he was all over, just flopping all over the place. And I, and I, and I went to Bobby, and I said, no, nah, Bobby, you, you, we can't do this. We can't do this. And and Bobby, you know, he, he, he said something to me that – what wasn't to my liking. And I was like, man, I don't know if I ever want to talk to this guy again. And I didn't talk to Bobby for months. And then finally one day, uh, you know, Bobby came to me and and I and I and I stretched to him, you know, you gotta take this the, the horns on uh, the bull by the horns. You can't let the bull ride you. You know, and and I and I wanted him to understand that you gotta go out there and carve your own path. You gotta Thanks. know how to you know, literally, you got to understand what the psychology of this thing is, and and then he started working with me at my wrestling school, and um, and I was like, man, you know, it was some great nights, great nights of training, and then him and I did a program together, and it was the best program for me at that time, man, working with someone like Bobby who was so, you know, energetic, and he could he would do everything that I asked him to do and it, it would beat he beat the hell out of me in those matches man he suplexed me all over the place and it was such a great time you know so I think that's what's that's what it's about really uh at the end of the day um with this business and you, it, it, being real taking it serious it's a job it's a job man you know and you, and you gotta do it and um I, I'm excited for Mason D. Madden at Reality Wrestling and, and be all right. see what it's going to be. All right. He's a star. He's a TV star. He's a television. That's what star. he is. He's a television star. He's not, you know, Mason D. Madden anymore. He's he's a tele. He's he's Mason D. Madden, but he's a television star. That's what he is. He is man. Big 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 ups. Be on be on the lookout for the television star. Mason D. Madden man. Mason Fra- D. Madden. Frankie E. Could we see Jacob and Zillafa two tag team coming to row in the near future? You know, that's a possibility. That, that really is a possibility. I mean, Jacob works with me at Reality Wrestling, um, but Jacob is booked, you know, a little bit more. That dude's, you know, he's he's a machine, man. Everybody want a little bit of uh, Jacob Fatu. Uh and Zilla is just now getting right back in the saddle. And we're gonna be working on a lot of stuff, man. Um, more importantly, um bringing the reality of wrestling nation, some great, great content. That's what we're going to be trying to do more than anything. Zilla is going to be a big part of um, creating that great content, but we got so many guys, you know, the ruthless Ryan Davison's, you know, the promise Braxton's, you know, the GG rays, you know, we got so many guys um, at reality of wrestling that is going to be making such a huge mark um, um, here in 2024, the Danny limelights, you know, the Eli Knights of the world. Guys, we got a, a roster that you guys could really be thrilled if you just come out there and check them out just one time. Uh, 9300 Emmett F. Lowry Expressway. The Walker, let me, let me repeat that. The Walker Texas Lawyer Arena. Um, Seven o'clock bell time. Right. March 9th. Talk about it. Last stand. Rumble. What? It's going to be going down. What? It's going to be going down in what? grand fashion. It's going to be a big, big thing. We got the boogeyman coming in. What? We got we got Maven coming in. What? Clay Roberts, first man in. What? We got 27 more to go. What? Guys, get ready because they're going to be dropping regularly. Yeah. Throughout the rest of this week. Last and rumble, y'all. Sucker!
It's gonna be good. Hey man, we gotta take a break. We gotta take another break. Stick around. We we like in church right there. That's like a, like a black church too, right there. Stick around. You, uh, well, well, stick around. You in the hall of fame. We'll be back in a minute. Can you dig it, dig it, sucker, sucker? All right, everyone, it's Booker T and Brad Gilmore here, and we've got something exciting for all you sports, comedy, music, and theater fans out there. We're talking about game time, the fastest, easiest way to get your hands on tickets to your favorite events. That's right, Book. We love all those spontaneous, unforgettable moments, and game time is here to make them happen. Whether it's a last-minute decision to see a game or a sudden urge to catch a live show, game time has got you covered, giving fans access to tickets even at the last minute in over 60 cities across the United States and Canada. Hey, guys, this ain't about getting in. This is about getting the best seats in the house. With game time, you can see images of your seat before you buy it, so no. No surprises there, guys. You can score tickets swiftly. Skip the line, guys. Just dive straight into the moment. Absolutely. Listen to this. Game time guarantees the best prices. Find tickets in the same section in a row for less elsewhere. Game time will give you a credit of 110% of the difference. So there's no reason to wait, bro. So whether it's the thrill of the game, the laughter of the comedy, the rhythm of the music, or the drama of the theater, guys, don't let the opportunity skip by. Choose game time. Grab your tickets and just enjoy the moment. Live should be spontaneous books. So guys, don't miss out. Check out Game Time now on their app or at GameTime.co. That's GameTime.co. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Just download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Booker for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Lowest price. She guaranteed. Oh, yes. Boom. Welcome back inside the Hall of Fame. You know, I just want to get something to uh, yeah, before we uh, get back with the Super Chat, uh, we're talking about last day and Ron Morgan going down uh, March night, Reality Wrestling, uh, Walker, Texas Lawyer Arena, 7 o'clock bell time. Don't miss out. Don't get shut out. But a lot of lot of people have been saying it. Uh, I've been seeing, you know, like on Twitter and stuff, they want to see Matt Cardona at Reality Wrestling one time. So I'm, 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 I'm putting out um, attention out there. If Matt, Matt Cardona hear this, you know, get in touch with me, man. If, you, if, if you're off March 9th, would love for you to be a part of Reality of Wrestling's Last Stand Rumble. I know so you got a busy, the invite's busy out there. I know you got a busy, busy schedule, but trust me, you can cancel all them little small shows. <laughs> Reality of Wrestling, this is big, man. This is something really, really big. So uh, if you're available, give me a shout. Get in touch with me on Twitter. Hit me in the DMs. <laughs> Let's go, man. I love. I would love Matt Cardona. You know, that's somebody who um, I'm actually surprised. Like WWE hadn't tried to pick him up again. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. maybe they have. I, I I don't know. And maybe he's just enjoying what he's doing because he's talent. And you know who else is talent is his uh his better half Chelsea Green. Um, I saw her give an interview. Oh yeah. Did you? I don't know if you saw her interview uh, with. Uh, I, I didn't see the interview with Chelsea. She's awesome. Man. Got a chance to work with her too. Yeah, 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 and tough enough as well. But yeah. she did an interview with Chris Van Vliet and where she was talking about, um, she was like, you know, uh, he asked her about coming back to the Royal Rumble a couple years ago when she made a return, and she got eliminated, I think, in one second or two seconds or something like that. And she, and you yeah. know, he was asking her about, you know, people online were saying, you know, how did they do that to Chelsea Green? She came back, and then they just threw her right out. 
And she goes, well, what those people don't understand is it was a moment. It was a moment that y'all remember, and I'm paraphrasing, right? Well, right. man, I uh, talk about moments all the time, you yeah. know, and people that don't understand wrestling, you know, um, sometimes they think, you know, <laughs> you know, it is uh, the way they see it, you know, but I don't, I, I, I try, I've always thought about the moments in wrestling. I've always thought about um, going out there and making fans feel a certain way, and it's never been about my one loss um, record in professional wrestling. Just let me say that. Right. But you did uh, win 35 championships. I'm just I mean, I did win. I mean, not that anybody's counting, but I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, don't forget about the, you know, the Texas All-Pro Championship. That's true. Global Tag Team Championship. Reality Wrestling Tag Titles. Yeah. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, so that's 38. <laughs> we might, <laughs> might as well round it up to 40. I mean, if we're going to do it, you know, might as well do it. Two-time Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. You know, we need to also give a shout-out because we are in, in the eight. Shout-out to Andre Johnson making it in the NFL Hall of Fame, man. Awesome, man. Most definitely, man. Hell, hell of a player, man. Hell of a player. Just wish he would have been on a team that he could have got a ring. Oh, man, he deserved it. Yeah, yeah, he definitely deserved it. Deserved it. You remember when he got into that dust up on the field? He took boys, hel- old boy's helmet off. and He just should have got out of Houston a couple of years earlier, maybe three three years, maybe. Because he went to where? Did he go to Tennessee? I think he played for Tennessee for a couple uh, years. He, yeah, yeah. If he would have got out a little earlier, I think he – would have had a chance of getting one. Yeah. Can you imagine what Tom Brady would have done with a guy oh like my God, man. Andre oh my Johnson? God. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. We got another super chat here. This comes from Jesus Easy or Jesus Easy. I don't know which one it is. Kurt said Bob Holly is the toughest he ever faced. Thoughts? I'm assuming it means Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle probably. You know what? That could be true. That could be true. Uh, Bob Holly, tough customer, man. You had to pay your dues with... Bob Holly, even an Olympic gold medalist is going to have to pay his dues with Bob Holly. Now, after that one match, I'm sure Kurt had the easiest matches he ever had in his life because Kurt probably dropped him on his head <laughs> once or twice. And Bob was like, well, okay, okay. But but now, nah, man, Bob Holly was, he was OG, man. I always loved Bob, Bob Holly. I love Bob Holly. I'm going to tell you that right now. People can say what they want to say. But Bob Holly was one of those guys that when I walked, I, I, I had to walk past Bob Holly just like everybody else in the locker room um, when they came in the WWF. And it was WWF then. Um, and, and I tell you, man, I couldn't wait to get me a piece of some Bob Holly. I couldn't wait. You know, I was, I, I, being, I, I was looking to fight because I knew Bob Holly had a reputation. So I was like, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and get it out of the way. I'm going to go ahead and fight this guy. Me and Bob Holly, we was the best of friends, man. I swear, man. We was the best of buds, man. If I, and if I call Bob right now and said, I need you in the last stand rumble, if he's off, he'll be there. He'll be there. Bob Holly's one of the greatest, man. Um, yeah. Bad little bear. <laughs> okay. Bad little bear uh, wants to know. Uh, they say, Marks don't have a clue. Hollywood Rock with the Tribal Chief slash Paul Heyman will be NWO-esque. The person to beat Roman is Trick Williams or Braun Breaker. Hey, man. That's a stretch, man. That's a stretch right there. But I tell you what, I do see bright lights for Trick Williams and Braun Breaker. And you ain't lying. You know, what's going on with the Rock and those guys right now? It's over, bro. It's over. I mean, we can run with that and make some, you know, great, great TV. Um, I love the big switch with Rock saying, man, I'm going with the family. I'm going with the bloodline. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. 
And I was just talking about that. It was an article um, last week, and I was talking about AEW, you know, even though it runs along these lines. Storylines, man. Storylines, man. If we can get some great stories out of, you know, some of this stuff we're talking about, you know, we're talking about um, Zilla and we're talking about Jacob, you know, man, you, can you imagine, you know, adding a couple of more? And then, you know, just everything that's going on, everything that's going on, I think um, the more the merrier. Uh, yeah, man. Me, uh, the more the merrier. Um, speaking on that same subject, we got Kelly Tonell. Are we going to see a Rock Roman hug fest Friday or will the Rock get the business? And Seth now offering Cody help this thing is all over the place now. Uh, I don't find it to be all over the place. Like, look, I know it's been a weird road probably to get there, but after I saw that trailer, in my mind it's confirmed, night one we're getting Seth and Cody versus Rock and Roman. I'm just calling it now. I'm calling it now. That's what's going to happen. Night two, we're getting Roman versus uh, Cody. That's what's happening. All right. I could be wrong. That's that's uh, the great Booker know. T line. I could uh, yeah. be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But All we'll right. see. All right. But that's you what know. that trailer gave me. The trailer right. was giving I'm, me tag. I'm going to let you answer that one. I'm going to let you go with that because you know me. You know me. Yeah, I know you. You don't book you the show. I don't book the show. You don't book the show. But you know, like the, like, the thing is... My name is just Booker. I don't book the show, though. Look, this is WrestleMania 40. The last singles match, real singles match The Rock had was 11 years ago. 11. And do you remember what happened in that match with John Cena? He tore his abdomen completely, like, off the bone or something crazy like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, once you have that, you you talk about it. Rock's in great physical shape. No one's going to doubt that. But but that's the uh, 69 Chevy effect. What's that? The body is nice and clean. The rims look good. You know what I mean? But when you hit the gas too hard. <laughs> Things might every, break. The motor just might just blow up. <laughs> <laughs> so no one's down that the rock's in great physical shape. But again, how many bumps on the bump card? And then time off between matches. 11 years is quite quite some time. Uh, you want to get you want to ease back in, bro. Put me you in a tag, brother. Oh, yeah. Put me in a six-man. Take, take care of me. One bump max. Give me the hot tag. I come in. Yeah, bing, yeah, bing, yeah. bing. Tag yeah. out. I need, I need. But treat you. Running, <laughs> running traffic. <laughs> no, you're right, bro. No, you, you, you have to say Um, let's see. This next one comes from, uh, Kamalins, Kamalins, Kamalins Z. Maybe. Uh, can I have Tupac as entrance music if I was in WWE? I guess you pay for it. Hey, <laughs> might come out of that check a Rooney board, brother. Check, you know what I mean? But you probably can get it every show until you want to stop paying. Um, if you were to come out to a Pac song, what song would you come out to? Um, Mama Raised a Hell Razor. Well, that's a good one. I would do Ambitions as a Rider. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. But anyway, uh, our next one comes from Ash. Who is the most underused talent, but is good? I guess he means currently. Currently on the um, NXT roster or the WWE roster. Thing AEW, is, I don't know. See, I'm, thing is, guys, I'm I'm just tuned in. I'm tuned into um, NXT. I'm tuned in NXT. If you if, if you're asking me um, who's underused in NXT, I'm I'm gonna say it right now. I'm gonna give him a shout out. I'm gonna give him a shout out because they need to move him up. 
they need to give him a little bit more play. Who's that? I think, I think he can do a hell of a job if, if, if you just give him, you know, a, a, a little bit more play more than anything. He's a guy that I work with. I, I, I put in a lot of time with on a, on a weekly basis when I'm in NXT. Him and I, we're always in the laboratory. Sometimes, you know, we might have to pull the black mask off. We might have to go to our interrogation mode to get the right answers to, to the right questions. So guys, this one guy, uh, we got to move him up and I'm trying to um, move, um, use this monologue because we're going into a break. <laughs> I thought you just tried to remember his name. No, no, he is Big Body Javier. But no, big shout out, Javier. Just wanted to give you a shout out, let you know I'm thinking about you. Stick around, you're in the Hall of Fame. We'll be back in a minute. Trying to stay comfortable while you sleep. Well, I've got something exciting for you. That's right, Book. We've recently discovered a game changer for a good night's sleep. It's called miracle made and it has its new product the silver infused bed sheets inspired by nasa yeah these sheets are no ordinary sheets guys they've got self-cooling properties that keep you at the perfect temperature all night long thanks to nasa inspired technology and here's the kicker they're self-cleaning too infused with silver these sheets prevent up to 99.7 percent of bacterial growth leaving them fresh and clean three times longer than regular sheets so that means no more gross odors plus they're all about comfort and quality miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the crazy price tag of other luxury brands trust me book they feel as nice if not nicer than the sheets used by some five-star hotel and just in time for the holidays guys these miracle sheets make perfect gifts for your loved ones and who doesn't want better sleep and luxurious bed sheets and guess what guys you get three free towels with your purchase but wait there's more these sheets are designed with your skin in mind no more sleeping on bacteria that can clog your pores you don't want that sleep clean with miracles yeah, so here's the deal, listeners. Go to trymiracle.com slash booker to try it today or gift it to someone special this holiday season. And guess what? You will save over 40%. Do it! And don't forget, guys, if you use the promo code at your checkout, you'll get three free tiles and an extra 20% off. And if that wasn't great, here's the best part. Miracle stands behind their product with a 30-day money back guarantee if you're not 100 satisfied you will get a full refund from miracle made hey guys upgrade with miracle made go to try miracle.com slash booker and use the promo code booker and claim your free three-piece tile set and save over 40 percent try miracle.com slash booker treat yourself or a loved one this holiday season to a gift of better sleep. Don't wait. Try Miracle Made today. Welcome back inside the Hall of Fame, man. Just kicking it, man. Just kicking it old school. That's right, you know, brother. Old school, baby. Love it. Uh, what we got, man? What we got? Uh, we got Gerald Troutman, who just you know sent in some love. We appreciate you. Um, oh, we yes. got Callie Toenail, who says, what y'all's take on these damn antlers and horns slash whatever you call them, Michael Cole is obsessed with. Should Valhalla just wear them at this point? I don't know what what's up with Cole and the horns. Cole loves them. 
cold. That's, that's a, a fetish. It's a cold fetish. You know what I mean? He, he could be thinking anything, you know, when, when he see those damn horns. You know what I mean? So I don't know what, what's going on with it, but it's, it's, it's cool. It's part of the act. It's what, you know, it's what these young guys are doing these days. So yeah, I go with it. Well, I mean, I like the antlers. I like Valhalla. Um, I like, because, you know, Valhalla, the character. I can, tell you what, I can tell you what. I tell you what. She's embraced the role. 100%. She's embraced the role 100%. And that's the thing with, you know, of course, she was doing her thing before she left WWE. And then, boom, she come back and she's doing this, this character right here. It's easy to, you know, say, man, I don't want to do that, you know. But fall into it. See, see where it goes. See where you could take it. Um, and then... I tell you, um, her bump card has definitely hadn't been punched a whole lot since she's been doing this character, so she could always, you know, take off and do whatever she wants to do. I like it. Yeah, man. I think I think that what to me Valhalla and and even what the Viking Raiders do, it, it's a it's a it is a throwback gimmick in a lot of ways or a throwback, throwback presentation. Really, really but there's still a place for that. You know what I mean? Well. And, Go ahead. If if the, if everybody on the card was like that, we we, we have a conversation. Right. It's only it's only one team on the roster like those guys. Right. Bottom line. Yeah. So I'm with you. Uh, this is, comes from Samganda Chonko. Says, "What brand should Braun choose? Future Heyman guy potentially? Would you want Hobbs, Takeshita, or Wardlow in NXT? They need to be saved." Man, I love um, Hobbs. Man, Hobbs one of my guys. Um, I talked to a Hobbs on a on a regular. Uh, he's um, a guy that I talked to before he ever got into AEW. He was a, used to be hanging out at the back door, you know, trying to get in, trying to get a shot, trying to get looked at. And I always said, man, I want this kid to get a shot. And finally got a shot in AEW. But I love, I love to see him. You know, I love to see him um, prosper. I love to see him come up. I don't want to say anything. Uh, um, and people go no tampering. Well, yeah, exactly. I don't want. I don't want to say that, but I do love everything about um, Will Hobbs, um, uh, Takesha, and all those other guys. I, I don't know a whole lot about them. Well, I, I will, let me answer it for you because that because you don't want to get any tampering accusations of any what, kind. Uh, okay, but I'll ahead. say Hobbs, Takesha, Wardlow, get on down to NXT. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that, man. I'm still just gonna, glad. It's still going to tribute that that just, comment. That Booker you know T did not say that. Yeah, now look, you know, you, you know that you already know they're going to tribute. Look, 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 look. Someone like now Takeshita honestly fits in with what AEW does and fits in their audience. Do I think he do well in WWE? Sure, absolutely. Hobbs and Wardlow, they got WWE man written all over them. All. Over them. Have you ever seen the Craigslist uh, killer interrogation? No, I haven't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that, that's what he kept saying. So that's what I'm telling you right now. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. know. Well, <laughs> I do not recall. Uh, baddest son says Billy Kidman for Hall of Fame. Billy Kidman for Hall of Fame. That's a good question. That's a good question. I think there should be. I think that that's a that's a that's a, that is interesting. That's something question. that's something that should be floated around. That's something that you know people should talk about. I'd like is, to know what the chat thinks. Now, now the thing is, should he get in on the first ballot? He might be one of those guys. You know, he might, he might want to stick around. He might second. He might be second, third ballot guy. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm just saying. You know what yeah. I would like? You know, now that you know regimes have changed, 
or what have you. I would like for there to be a ballot for the Hall of Fame that is sent out to anybody on a Legends contract and anybody who's currently under contract with the WWE. You know what I mean? Because like, that's how they, they they normally select like Hall of Fames with like media people, which I think yeah. is probably the dumbest idea ever because no one is more obnoxious than members of sports media. <laughs> you oh, know? you know, bias. Or bias, you know what I mean? Like nobody, nobody worse than that. So I think you should let the, the, the players have it at always. And I think it'd be cool yeah. if, if Triple that's H and the powers idea. that be let the boys try. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I, I'm not opposed to that. Like if 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 everyone's if everyone got the the thing in the email, hey, what do you think about Kidman? They can vote on it. You know, let the people have yeah. the power. But the yeah, people that I know, I don't think you want the boys to vote on that one. But but yeah, I like that's the idea. Messed up. Uh, that's messed up. <laughs> messed up, man. I, I'm oh, still waiting oh, on a couple other people oh, in the oh, before Kidman. Me and Kidman, we good friends, man. I love Kidman, man. Well, I was, I was, I was working a match one time with Kidman. I said. You know, duck the clothesline and, uh, you know, give me that big crossbody you get. You know, he gave me that big crossbody and I just caught him in midair and I moved him on my shoulder and gave him a big power slam and he, he was so mad. <laughs> he was so mad at me. He was cursing me the whole way down. <laughs> oh, man, I love But you know what? Man. Billy, Billy based, you know, we got a lot of super chats, but I'll just say this. Billy based on the shooting star, I mean, that shooting star, that that could be a Hall of Fame shooting star, man. Uh, you don't want to put that in there because they're gonna to have to go to the, the, the reason why he stopped doing the shooting star. Okay, okay. Well, you know what? Our next super chat here. You, I don't you, recall. You remember that? You don't remember I don't that? recall. He did the shooting star press, and he he literally went straight up. <laughs> and he came straight down and, and right on the on the in, on the turnbuckle oh. in the same spot, sitting there. It was the craziest thing. He didn't. He went straight up and straight down. He didn't go out. He, I don't know. It was the craziest move. And, and every time, every time after that, Kitman's confidence I thought was maybe a little shaken a little bit after doing that. Well, Which, I can understand. Yeah. JD says no question, but much love. Book would love to see you have one last match in WWE. You still got it. Wishing you all Appreciate the best. It. I appreciate it, dog. I appreciate it. You know what? I'm, 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 I'm right on the road to recovery, and I'm, I'm feeling real good right now. I feel like I want to just take off running or something like that. But, but no, man, I, I do not uh, foresee me getting back in the ring and and having any more big matches or anything. I just don't want, you know. I got so many young guys right now. I've, I've, I've scratched that itch. Scratched. I've, I've scratched. It. Yeah. Um. Let's see. This is from Robert Cisneros. How fun was the grocery store fight to film? To film. Again, man, it was a moment. It was a moment, a moment that um, lasts throughout the um, annals of time. Um, so it was a history. It was history. And for me to be a part of it and to have entertained you guys doing it, I appreciate it. In this business, you got to always be able to laugh at yourself. you got to be able to always entertain yourself. And that night, I think Steve and I both, we entertained each other. And uh, you've, you guys got something out of it. So we appreciate you. Arabian Night says, want to see Booker manage Oba. Bring Oba out Fimi. the accent. Oba Femi, man. Straight out the bush. No, nah, man, I'm going to tell you right now, man. This dude is the real deal. Uh, Oba Femi uh, is a monster, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to take a monster to stop him. That's, that's the thing right now. We backed into a corner. What's going to happen here? Who's going to stop Oba Femi? Because right now, the guy, he's got, he, he passes that airport test. He, he's, yeah. he, checks, he checks off every box. You know, so for me, uh, 
I'm I'm going to be over these next few weeks and months to come. I will be waiting and anticipating everything that Obafemi Obafemi goes out and do. Yes. Let's see our that's next my, one. That's my, that's my Jamaican accent. I like it. Our next one comes from Shlomo Sh- Sh- Shilliams. Five yes. foot six, one hundred and forty five pounds, soaking wet. Brad is winning the reality rumble. Oh hell nah. 2002, you and Rock were hype. Can you speak on that feud? It's all about D5. First of all, Shlomo, I'm six foot tall, 177 pounds of romping, stomping, grave digging destruction. And I will open a can of whoop ass on you and anybody else in the last stand rumble. But uh, go ahead. You and the Rock. No, I always see that poster, you know, that's me um, getting ready to scissor kick the Rock uh, in that match. And. It was awesome. It was awesome working with The Rock. I must say that. You know, coming in from WCW, I, w- I must say I was a little bit intimidated. Uh, I'm not going to say I wasn't, uh, seriously, uh, just because when you're coming in, you're working with the top guy in the company. Oh, man, it's a pressure, pressure situation. It really is a lot, a lot of pressure. And for me to have to go out and perform at my best, at, at my highest level, because I felt like I was auditioning. At the same time, I really did. I felt like when I came into WWE, I, I, I was auditioning. Everything was a test. Everything from the beginning, from the first night coming in and dropping Steve Austin. Um, so I was um, um, thinking about the work. I wasn't thinking about um, the history or anything, or what it was gonna, how it was gonna be looked many, many years later or anything like that. I was just thinking about going out there and performing and performing at my highest level and. I really, um, to this to this day, uh, my 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 uh, my memory is uh, cloudy, uh, so cloudy. Um, as far as the time that I was working with The Rock, because I was really, really thinking about going out there and not messing up. I think that that's just the honest truth answer that I can give you um, to the feud that Rock and I had. But he seemed to like it. <laughs> Yeah, he talks about that match a lot. He seemed to uh, really um, appreciate my work, so I must have did well. Stick around, guys. You're in the Hall of Fame. We'll be back in a minute. The Hall of Fame podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's up, everybody? It's your man, Booker T, along with my main man, Brad Gilmore. We're back with another episode. And today, we want to talk to you about something that's incredibly important, especially during this time of the year. That's right, Booker. You know, as we head into the end of the year, it's the time for reflection, joy, and sometimes for a lot of us, a lot of stress. The holidays can be overwhelming for many, and it's okay to admit that. Look, this time of the year can be a lot to handle, and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety, but we've got something positive to share with you today. That's right, Book. It's therapy. It's a bright spot amid all the stress and change. Something you can look forward to. Something that can make you feel grounded. Something that equips you with the tools to manage everything that life throws at you. And when it comes to therapy, we've got the solution for you, BetterHelp. It's convenient, flexible, and entirely online. You can match up with a licensed therapist who fits your schedule. And you can even switch therapists at any time at no extra cost. The best part is it's so easy to get started. You just fill out a brief questionnaire just like I did. I went through the process myself and helped match me with a licensed therapist who will help me and can help you on your journey to personal growth and well-being. And here's the kicker, folks. You can get started today and receive 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash Booker T. That's right, BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P dot com slash Booker T. 
You deserve to find your bright spot this season, and BetterHelp is here to help you do just that. Don't wait. Take that positive step towards a brighter future. Hall of Fame podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp, professional, affordable, and convenient online counseling. Oh, yeah. Welcome back inside the Hall of Fame. I know we got a lot of super chats, man, so let's just get rolling. Oh, yeah, we'll keep rolling. You know, if y'all have any more, you know, get them in. This is the last segment of the show. Okay, oh. man? Come on now. Uh, would you ever do a hair versus hair match? I'm assuming they're talking to you. <laughs> no. No, I'd never do a hair versus hair match. I, I think I that if you and I did a hair versus hair match. If we you could, lose and not look, if you lose, <laughs> I don't mind doing it. You know? We could probably raise a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, 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 right. That's what they asked me when I. Uh, that's why Edge and I had the uh, shampoo uh, match uh, back in the day when I wrestled him for, at WrestleMania uh, because they at first came and approached us and like, "What about a hair versus hair, hair match?" And I was like, "Is Edge cutting his hair?" <laughs> I mean, because I'm not cutting my hair. I mean, you know, no, I. Don't, uh, you know, I don't uh, subscribe to uh, Ever's hair match unless I'm winning. Uh, <laughs> uh, Debt Free Dad says, off topic, but who was the most financially savvy wrestler in the lo- locker room? Someone who gave you a good piece of financial advice or always squared away the new guys? I wouldn't necessarily say he squared away the new guys or anything like that, but I think one of the guys that was up on game as far as you know finances go would be um big kev kevin nash he was always talking about paper man he always talking about contracts he was always talking about numbers that's 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 what he was that's what i learned from kevin nash that's what i learned from scott hall you know uh, kevin more so than scott hall but scott hall was always the guy thinking about the numbers everything uh, went through the numbers I'm talking about the merch sales, everything. So my big homie, shout out to my big homie. Keep it rolling. Well, real quick, what what about JBL? I know he was like very like fine. Oh, JBL, uh, JBL, of course, you know, he was he was more um in depth um as far as numbers go. Um, Just curious. Yeah, yeah, seriously, yeah. Um Travis Johnson says, uh, for your show booker, when are you gonna bring Shiva back? Would love to see her and Ryan Davidson together. I know Shiva had an injury uh, yeah, for yeah, a little while. Yeah. And- yeah, we're just waiting on Shiva to get um, back 100%. Um, Shiva is the open door, um, you know, um, to, to reality wrestling. Um, she's definitely one of our uh, diamonds yeah. in reality wrestling. And as soon as she's ready to go, you'll see her uh, ASAP. Yeah, as soon as she tells us, well, let's go, let's go. I love yeah. Shiva. Great person. Great individual. Yeah. Um, this comes from Jeremiah Hemsley. Javier Star, how do you feel about the Tatum story? Tatum Baxley. Uh-huh. And, you know, I like what Payton, Tatum, excuse me, I, Tatum. Now, I like what Tatum is doing. Um, it's entertainment. It's, it's part of the show. It's part of it, you know. And, and, and I always say, uh, when you get too far away from um, the entertainment side of wrestling and just think it's one-sided all the time, you really can't really expand. Um your, your, your character at all. Um, you're stuck in that bubble and that's, that's the beauty of uh WWE. You're going to find yourself, um, having a lot of time to, you know, do some character stuff, which that's, that's what's going on right there. But I, I tell you this, when you watch Tatum Paxley in the ring, she goes out there and she can perform. She can really perform. She's really, really good. She's going to get her shot. And I think sometimes you got to go through these growing stages in your career until you get that shot. So now nah, I love what Tatum Paxley is doing right now. Yeah, Tatum's awesome. Tatum's awesome, man. Uh, everything on NXT, I just like how they shoot the show. It's very kinetic. Uh, let's see. This is from Big Brizo. 
How strong was Mark Henry? I don't know, man. Too I don't know how strong. That's what you're supposed to say. Nah, man. I'm not gonna say that. Nah, I don't know how strong Mark Henry was, but he used to carry this big, um, um, I don't know, God, Hercules ball or something like that. Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, and it was it's like this huge dumbbell, and uh, nobody could pick it up. Nobody could pick it up with Mark. And uh, I tried to pick it up one time. And it was the last time, first time, and the only time I ever tried to pick this thing up. And I, I got a really, really strong grip. So I gripped it very, very well. And, and I tried to pick it up. I didn't try to do it too fast. I did it, you know, slowly. But I all it's, it felt like it almost disconnected my hand from my wrist. That's the way, that's how, that's how hard this thing was. No, seriously, no doubt. Mark Henry shook my hand one time, and it hurt for like three or four days. Uh, Mark Henry, <laughs> real, real deal. He's real a deal. real deal. And a good dude. Real good yeah. dude. Um, Kamal NZ says thoughts on Jim Cornette. Should he be in the hall of fame? We, I think we said Jim Cornette should be in the hall. I think he's earned yeah. the spot. I think so. I think so. Jim Cornette was legendary, man. You know, people look at Jim Cornette now and just because of social media, you know, we, and, and now he does a, a different job than he did back in, back in the day. But Jim Cornette is legendary, legendary. Yeah. Go watch his promos. Just go watch some of the old Jim promos or uh, watch the matches, man. Unbelievable. Seriously. Oh God, man. You ever see him the, in the scaffold? Match. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Most definitely. Oh man. Come on, man. What are we talking about? Of course he's a Hall of Fame. King Reezy says, not sure if y'all talked about it yet. How do you feel about Scott Demore news and how do you think Anthem should handle it? I think we talked about this on the last show. Uh Scott Demore, you know. That sucks. Yeah. I'll tell you what, a lot of people are upset about Scott Demore's departure. I was looking at the thing what Moose Moose said. If Scott Demore is not here, he's not here. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, you better stop thinking about that, bro. All right, you better you Moose, you better stop thinking like that. The hell are you thinking? Uh, it's gonna be a lot of guys coming. See, that's why you can't become become friends with the boss. Mm. That's why you can't become. It's, it's not a it's not a friend um type business because that kind of stuff. And and, and I know you may have some loyalty to Scott Dillmore, but um um, bro, come on now, come on. I'm just I'm just saying. Here, keep it rolling. Uh, our next one is, and I think we only got a couple more. This comes from Instagram, a wrestling historian. Did you try to get Stevie Ray to join TNA? No, no, I didn't. No. Um, my brother um, was far removed from the wrestling business by that time. I don't think the uh, TNA was anything on his radar or anything like that. And then, plus, myself, I, I didn't plan on sticking around TNA uh, very, very long myself. That would have been interesting. But, yeah, your brother, was he doing – he wasn't doing anything in wrestling at the time, was he? Like when, So that was 2007, 8, 9? Yeah, 9. Yeah, yeah. Now I don't know. Um, I don't think he was doing anything um, in wrestling at that time. Yeah. Um, that'd been interesting. Let's see. Now, let me ask you: Were you in TNA when they brought Macho Man in? Or no, that was before you. Right? No, I wasn't. In, no, I, wasn't. I was just curious if you were there. Um, Mikey Boy 007, do you think Trick Mello is mania bound? Um, this year, I don't know. I don't. I, I wouldn't think so. Mm-mm. Next year, uh, I, I could definitely see something like that. Trick and Mello is definitely standing deliver bound. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's happening. Uh, but definitely, um, nah, not uh, not mania, not just yet. This is repause order that says an old clip of you on the Howard Stern show. You mentioned you were going to retire at thirty. Why were you feeling done with wrestling so soon? No, I said I started thinking about retiring at thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, uh, just because I didn't want to be a broken down wrestler. I didn't want to be able to, you know, I didn't want to be one of those guys that you know couldn't walk, uh, you know, play with my kids or anything like that. Saw how how this business was really really tough on the body, 
you know, and at 30, I start really start devising strategies on how to go out and perform at a certain level, still make people uh, entertain, but not kill myself at the same time. So yeah, I started thinking about uh, uh, retirement at 30 years old. And my number was 40. I wanted to get out at 40. And I, and, I, and I got to 40 and I said, man, I'm still better than all these suckers. Man. <laughs> still so, so I went like like four to five more years and I, reti- I pretty much, you know, hung the boots up from that point. But but now nah, um, it's, a, it's a tough business. It really is tough on the body. We have one more super chat, but a couple of our uh, channel members have chimed in. Just, you know, Kelly Taylor said, man, Mike Edwards said, like Mussolini, <laughs> which I love when Cornette does. It's funny. Uh, John J.I.D. said, Cornette is the goat. He can out-talk anybody. I agree with well, that. You don't want to get into it with him. Oh, no. Well, you don't want to go that. to war wars with Cornette. <laughs> that wouldn't, that wouldn't uh, work out well. And our last Super Chat of the Day comes from Cameron uh, Lamuel. Lamorel. I'm not trying to say your last name. I really apologize, brother. Uh, who is someone that we should be on the lookout? Someone we should who, who, someone that we should be on the lookout. Yeah, maybe lookout for. You know, um, I tell you, uh, and I'm not. I'm not just saying this because they're uh, the reality of wrestling talent. I'm saying it because they've been working their butts off, man. You know. Um, They'll be back from Japan here real soon. Gigi Ray and Promise Braxton, two of my girls at Reality Wrestling. You you better be on the lookout for them. Um, they actually was a part of this tournament where it was talent from all over the world. Yeah, and uh, the contest winners got a chance to go to Japan. And my two girls that was in this contest won the contest to go to Japan. Just go to show you uh, the hard work that they're putting in, uh, the time, you know, and and where they came from to where they are now. To be able to take that that trip to the land of the rising sun, man, uh, just like I did back in 1991. Man, it don't get no better than that. You better be on the lookout for those two. Because they are something, something, something special. And when I say special, I say special. Oh, yes, man. So uh, that's, that's that's my pick right there. If that's our last Super Chat. That's it. We got to get up out of here, man. We got to get up out. I want to thank everybody. I want to say everybody. I mean, everybody for stepping inside the Hall of Fame. Get your champagne wishes, caviar, trees, bread, all the heavy lifted band. I appreciate you, dog. Right now, like always, peace. We love you. We out.
John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.